Got stuff here. Look at this. This looks like a radio morning setup here. We could, you know, get Vic LaRusso to call in. Yeah, that's right. We could uh, talk about issues that are affecting you. Well, how's your morning going? Good. What's affecting you this morning? Um, no, no, no. This is me talking to listeners. Okay. Listen, this oh. is talkback. Well, okay. To, um, uh, you know what grinds my gears, Stu? You know what it is? People who yell too loud into microphones? People who walk slowly in front of you in shopping malls. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. They're usually of a certain persuasion. The slow walker. Right. Yeah. Mm. Old. I had no idea you were ageist. Would you like some water? Yes, thank you. Okay. No, I never thought I'd be asking an ageist for water, but this is where we are. Ageist, yeah, I suppose that's the word you'd use, isn't it? An oldest? Because I'm not ageist. I, don't, I like young people. I think they can do more. <laughs> you, oh, you disgusting bastard. doing these podcasts i'm i'm ready to go i really enjoy your podcasts my um, podcast i had a pod i had a question for you about that actually there was something on one of your pods i wanted to know about save it for after the intro here we are in bit weird but fair enough i guess land again uh, it's a pleasure to be joined once again by series regular how's that for a title series regular yeah, yeah that's pretty good monty what the fuck's going on with you not too much mate not too much at all i'm just you know um aging into my role as a series regular yeah yeah um would that you know you know how um like you used to watch shows like cheers or melrose place and they would have like the cast at the beginning Mm. and then they would have guest starring but it was someone who was on every episode yeah what was is that what is that well i'm not on every episode but you know what i mean by that why did they do that Stu? do you know why well i think it's because they their role was too small to be uh, included in the regular cast. Like they didn't have enough speaking lines or weren't there enough. But they were a big enough shot to demand kind of a special kind of credit. That's um, how I see it. Now on a on a bit weird topic that I this is a personal note, but it's a bit weird. Um, did you happen to watch any of that television show I sent you to look at? Cop rock. I beg your pardon. <laughs> now, funnily enough, you and I used to do a show called Welcome to Television. We still do. It's just on hiatus. It's been on hiatus for two years. Though. That's what shows do. Yeah, I suppose. There's a new Matlock. Uh, sorry, a new um, Walker, right? Yeah, but that's just... Does that mean Walker never ended? It does. Ooh. Or it might mean that there, no one's got any fucking ideas. Yeah. Until now. Anyway, you and I would love to do this show again, um, but certain circumstances are preventing us from doing that. Circumstye. Yeah. But this, what you're talking about here would have been perfect fodder for that TV, for that podcast, which was about, you know, the TV industry and oddities therein. Mm, mm. The weirdness seems to be the kind of uh, through line with our podcast. Well, it's just where we gravitated when we were talking about things. Now, Cop Rock is... What? Now, I want to preface this by saying I did not find this. This I found on a, uh, an American television show I called, I watch called, uh, I didn't call it, it's called that, <laughs> Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Yeah. And um, he brought back into the, 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 
the zeitgeist, if you will. Oh yeah. The um, the television show Cop Rock, which I believe went for eight episodes and was a music eleven. You did this good, good. I looked it up. A musical police drama that was oh, it's just it's brilliant. Now I've never heard of a series being commissioned for eleven episodes, which which suggests I believe it was cancelled. Cancelled halfway through making. I wonder if it was that baby episode that got them. <laughs> How good is that? So yeah. I sensed you to listen to a particular song, which I'll, I'll put up on our social. Please, it's called Baby Merchant, mm. and it's about a man. Who's dressed not quite like how I think a baby... But then I, I don't know what a baby merchant would dress like. But in a park, trying to solicit a couple to see if they want to buy a yeah. baby. He's a bit like a... Uh, not the main villain in a Miami Vice episode, but nice. maybe... maybe like, the A henchman. Yeah, no, but, but not, no, no, not even Not even like the second-hand man. Maybe the third-hand man. Yeah, third, yeah, yeah, third yeah. henchman down. Very... Um, yeah, third henchman. But not he doesn't have the, the prowess or kind of physicality of a henchman. No, but he's <laughs> like a little... You know who he reminds me of? Who? Do you, who? who uh, do you know? Commando, the movie Commando yeah. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, yeah, Sully. Yeah, the yeah, little, yeah, sure. the little uh, yeah. smartass guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I, I like you, that. Sully. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I'm going to kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good um, analogy, an- yeah, analogous. Yeah. And he sings to a couple about selling them a baby that he will procure. He goes into yeah. it's three minutes long, yeah. which is one of the best parts. Now, so yeah, this is a cop. This is a procedural cop show. That's also a musical. So if you can imagine that, so there'll be, you know, greedy scenes and then everyone will just stop and start, start singing a song. The hardest gig in acting ever, and I'm just talk, I'm talking about something you haven't seen yet, but you'll understand when you see it. Please. The hardest gig in acting yeah. is to, when you someone is singing at you for three minutes oh, yeah. and How you have to, yeah. you're reacting to the singing. Yeah, that's not easy. Like, Especially sincerely. when you have, and you have no... Re- verbal response. No, sincerely, they, they're in just character. being sung at, yeah, sung at for three minutes, and it comes across as that they look like they're struggling with that. Yeah. Did you find on your searches through that the racist song? Yes. That whoa, <laughs> whoa, that was insane. I think I'm going to have to take this offline because mm. no one knows what this is yet without yeah, looking, yeah. and they're trying to listen to us. Yeah, yeah. But true. yeah, oh, Pete, <laughs> maybe this is something for another podcast of ours. Like, what's the go? We've just decided because <laughs> yeah. we want to do Welcome to Television again. We're just going to take over this podcast. TV. With it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, all no, right. Let's get back to weird, weird stuff. Weird, yeah, but fair enough. yeah, yeah. Weird. Let's start. Let's all start. Right. Let's start. And I start with a weird law. And this week's weird law is from Utah, perhaps not surprisingly. Yep. It is illegal to marry your first cousin. Yep. Unless yep. you're both over the age of 65. Hmm. Now, I have, a re- I, I have a good reason for that. You have a thought on that? But No, no, no. I know the reason. Oh, okay. But I'm interested in what your initial take might be. Well, my first thing was... I went to Utah once. I drove through Salt well, Lake City. You've got to make it about you, don't you? Well, you, this it relates to the story. All right. I drove through Salt Lake City. It was part of the highway. I was going from the north to the south, going to, I don't know, California or something like that. And um, I noticed as we were going through the outskirts, of, like the highways on, there was a lot of transit lanes for, you know, if you've got two or more people in the car, mm. you can go in a faster lane. Right. It took me about 20 k's out of the city, and I thought... Driving with all his wives. The more wives in the car you have, the quicker you can go. And there was there was actually an abundance of transit lanes in that city. And wow. I was like, wow, that's wife-related. Um, 65 or over. I don't know. My, my thought would be just because that, fuck. Everyone's like, fuck, whatever. You've liked them for this long? Go for it. No, it's actually just because they don't want them cousins having kids. 
Okay, and we hope that over 65-year-olds kind of kids. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty old. You know, by maybe 55 even, you should be safe, shouldn't you? What's the oldest father in the world? Well, that's the other issue. Because you were telling me about uh, Bernie Eccleston. Oh, my. Ramjit Raghav is the oldest father in the world. He had his second son at 96. Yeah. But you were telling me about Bernie Eccleston. Yeah, Burn Dog. Not yeah, yeah. 90. The 90 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was pumping him out. Oh, I got, a, I got bad news for you. <laughs> I got bad news for you. Yeah, yeah. The oldest mother in the world is seventy-four-year-old mother to be. Natural well, na- though. No nah, IVF. Yeah, well. Chinese woman, sixty-seven, maybe the world's oldest natural mother. Mm. Yeah, she's not Utahian. So they haven't. They is that ha- what you call a Utahian? So they haven't got it high enough, is your thinking? Wouldn't you just say you can marry? That's fine, but it's illegal for you to have kids. Yeah, just don't have kids. Don't. Yeah. Look. I don't know if birth control is big in Utah. I That's think, a start. I think not. Yeah. And also, like, sorry to be sexist, but surely the law should just be, like, unfortunately, practically, the law should be the female has to be over 65 because, as you say, you know, 90-year-old buggers are yeah, in, in, yeah, 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 impregnating yeah. women. So, Do you think we... <laughs> this leads me to a weirder point, but do you think with 90-year-old man kind of uh stuff yeah. it's gonna be a weird kid like are you making like a, a dusty old kind of not quite oh, there child i don't know <laughs> like, I, like I, I i don't suppose there are enough case studies of extremely young women to extremely old and nicole yeah. smith's and kind nicole of stuff smith, aside yeah. um this oh, has gone down a weird tangent. Yeah, yeah, I could take a weirder, but I won't. Um, well, you know what? I, I'm going to move on. Yeah, Because move. you usually, I don't know what stories people are bringing to me, but you gave me a hint about what you're talking about today, and I want to make sure it's got enough time uh, as it possibly can get. I've got enough time. All right. So, uh, let me rip through my uh, stuff quickly. Don't rip through it. I'd like to enjoy it. Well, we spent bloody 10 minutes talking about Cop Rock, which isn't even on the run sheet here. <laughs> but it should have been on the run sheet. <laughs> All right. Now, this is a bit of a tie back to the first episode of this series where you were telling me that about immortal lobsters. Oh, yeah. Larry? Yeah. So this first... I've got some weird animal stuff, essentially. And the first, the first one here <laughs> yeah, tie, ties back to what you were saying about the lobsters, right? Go. And that's that some jellyfish are also immortal. I've heard this. I've yeah. heard that. So the jellyfish, you know, obviously they look like just floating blobs. But that's just one of the jellyfish's life stages. In the first stage, you know, they, they're larva and they attach themselves to, you know, an egg. Larvae? La, la, yeah, larvae. Well, isn't lava from a volcano? Well, if it's spelled appropriately. So, yeah, it goes from larvae uh, to a polyp, and then from the polyp, jellyfish come out, and then it's a big jellyfish. But scientists have found that some species can actually go backwards through life stages as well. So... If it's in a dangerous, stressful situation, uh, it can revert to the polyp stage from the fully formed stage. Fuck this, I'm going back to being a polyp. 
<laughs> They're wow. Benjamin buttoning it. Yeah. Whenever um, they feel the need. Can they then go the other way or is it a one-time deal? Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's it, they can back kind of forth, back and go forth. off. Yeah, depending on how they feel about well, the circumstances they're in. That's odd. Not that, not that jellyfishes usually have a kind of formed opinion on their circumstances, I would have thought. I'm, I'm sure it's a kind of instinctual. Loss? I think they're brainless, aren't they? Yeah, they jellyfish, are. Yeah. So it's really just a chemical reaction to stimuli, I guess. Sharks nearby better turn into a polyp. Yeah. Um, did you know that artificial strawberry flavour comes from beavers' caster sacks? So it's been an urban legend that artificial flavours come from the anal glands of some animals like beavers, but which is not true, but it comes from an organ next to the beaver's anus called a caster sac. So the, the scent uh, compounds in low concentrations from that area and takes on subtle hints of honey, anise and raspberry. That's why... That's anise, well, yeah, yeah. not anus. Yeah, okay, anise, yeah, as right. in anise kind of flavour. Yeah, anise. Yeah. Uh, like that's larvae, what, anise. That, Oh, are you going to pick me up on my poor pronunciation all the way through this? Pronunciation. pronunciation. <laughs> That's why it's sometimes used as a flavoring agent in artificial strawberry, raspberry and vanilla. So, so go on, you... so I'm having a bit of beaver anus gland, well, just to the left of yeah. in my strawberry milkshake? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I'm sure topping falls into that category. That's not good. No. So what, what I am always in... in intrigued by with those things is who looked at a beaver's anus and said you know what we could do with that make fake strawberry flavor uh i think that i think it's probably the other way around i think one scientist found another scientist digging around a beaver's ass and he said what are you doing there and he had to come up with something on the spot uh, looking for flavoring <laughs> someone originally would have had to taste or smell very closely a beaver's Anus. Yeah, so maybe a be- maybe a beaver kind of uh, you know attacked him, found himself in a situation where the be- ah, ah, the ooh. beaver was trying ah, ah, to trying to hit him with his, that yeah, big tail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Thumping the guy's down. nose is right near the back door. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And he's going, ooh, ooh, oh my, raspberry. Yeah, I, mm. I could I could make something with this. <laughs> wow. Um, well, that's odd. That's a bit weird. It is. Some tarantulas have pet frogs. That's a bit weird. Uh, so in Peru, India, and Sri Lanka, tarantulas—that's um, crazy—have a, a, a type of small, narrow-mouthed frog. Uh, they enjoy a curious relationship together. The spiders could obviously very easily kill the frog and eat it, but the frogs, instead of becoming a snack, they take shelter under the tarantulas. So the tarantulas are so big and frogs yeah, are so yeah, small sure. that the Frogs live under the tarantulas. The spider offers protection to from for the frog. Yeah. While, In return, I know nature. Nature, you yeah, always get some good ways. Quid yeah, pro yeah. quo. Yeah, 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 yeah. While the frog dines on bits and pieces that fall from the tarantulas' prey. But what does a spider? The What does a spider get out of it? The frog loves to eat ants, which are a huge danger to tarantula eggs. So ah, okay. You stay around. You stay around, eat yep. the ants, you can eat my scraps, and I'll protect you from scorpions. Pretty much. So scorpions around. Oh, that's kind of cool. There you go. And lastly here, anglerfish. They're weird-looking fish. They are. Did you know they permanently fuse together when they mate? No, but that's upsetting. It is. Really? So yeah. Is that like those king rats? Oh, well... Or a fat berg? 
I think a fatberg's different. I, I think, think I'm thinking more, of a ratberg. It, it seems to be that it's so because it's so difficult to cop a root when you're an angular male anglerfish down in those I depths. I ain't going nowhere. He's not going to let go. Yeah. yeah so the wow. male, when he finally encounters a female, will immediately bite her and latch onto her. Oh. The two fish's skin fuse together with their blood vessels joining, and the blood, blood vessels. Yeah, yeah, joining. and the blood flows, you know, from one to the other. Eventually, the male's eyes and fins atrophy away, and he just lives off her blood, um, breathing with his own gills and lungs, and That's just horrendous. and just supplying her sperm when required. Well, it's not really her anymore, is it? It's just a blood sack. No, no, no. He's the blood sack. Oh, he's a blood sack. Yeah, he just lives off her blood, like he. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the other he, way. Because his eyes and fins are gone. They're gone. So he can't, you know. What about the weird dangly bit at the front? Has he still got that? Uh, doesn't say. Yeah, that's important, that bit. Well... Seems to light the way for them. No, well, it's, no, it attracts fish. <laughs> oh. Or attracts prey. I don't think she'd want it on him because they'll, they'll be, they'll be distracted. Prey. There's two, two things that they could go uh, for. Ah, yeah. Yeah? You could do a whole series on um, bit weird nature. Well... Like a David Attenborough I'm star. pretty sure Attenborough's done all this. I don't know if... It, Attenborough's I, not about the getting weird. He's more... M- oh, he does sometimes. Marvelous. Yeah, I suppose. I don't suppose he's talked about you know anglerfish um, fucking and beaver anus. No thanks. <laughs> um, so they're my weird stories for the week. They're pretty weird. Um, I'm going to hand over to you because I'm excited to hear what you can say. All right, we've talked about this for a while, and once again, I have to claim that I didn't discover this, but it did send what me on a path. What the fuck do you do, mate? Not much. Um, but I recently listened to a couple of um, podcasts myself about the weirdness of the world of cartoon characters. Yeah. So, like, you, you kind of comic book characters specifically is what comic you told me. Comic book characters specifically yeah. from, say, companies like Archie Comics, DC Comics, yeah. the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. And how. You'd be surprised to learn, but the Marvel Universe, I think they have something over the region of 10,000 characters that yeah. they own and have the proprietary to and kind of, and they keep them these days in case they're like, well, one day this is the weird thing going to work. Well, now, they've been going for decades, so they, you know, they keep, obviously just keep churning characters out. And a lot of them were the, like bad guys. Like it was just like um, villains you needed for an episode, yeah. uh, an issue of, of Spider-Man Might not five. have come back or something, yeah. Um, what was the podcast you were listening to? Great podcast. I highly recommend it to all. It's called Planet Money. Yep. And it was a three-part podcast in which they tried to purchase a superhero from Marvel. A lower-level one, I'm assuming. A, a one that they thought would never be used again. Now, so what I have done, I have um, dug into the annals of comic bookery and um, the beaver annals of comic bookery, <laughs> and I have come up with um, a, a list. I haven't. I found a list of the 10 weirdest superheroes ever. Do you want to tell us what that is? One they were trying to buy is first. If you continue to listen. Luckily, he comes in at number one. Oh. So, I'm going to leave it as a cliffhanger, and then we can learn more about him at number one. All right. Well, we'll go to a break, then, if that's a cliffhanger. Is that the music you use? Uh, it is. Yeah. Now, hang on. We're in break. Oh. Do you like strawberry and cream lollies? You're eating a beaver's back door. At your local shop now. And we're back. Hey, um, so I've got this list of cartoon, char- well, comic book characters and their craposity from the beginning. So we're going to start with number 10. Number 10 
is a comic book character called the Red Bee. He appeared in Hit Comics number one. <laughs> he, he. Hey, hang on, what's Hit Comics? There you go. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. We can find out. Keep talking. But so, I quite like this one. <laughs> so, you know how, like, um, so, He-Man had Battle Cat? He sure did. Right? Um, and, like, uh, there was that other guy who had that robot dog that could fly. Either way. Red Bee is, like, a bee-themed superhero who has a trained bee called Michael <laughs> that, that does his bidding. Yeah, so. Had they run out of weed in the writer's room or something when well, they came up with that? It's the 1940s. So, oh. Yeah, so he can call his one favourite bee, Michael, to do his bidding or a swarm of bees. Okay. Number two appeared in Secret Origins Volume 2, Number 46. His name pretty much <laughs> explains it all. He's called Arm Fall Off Boy. <laughs> he was a bona fide superhero. Um, now, also... Hang on. <laughs> it's when his leprosy is a superpower. Yeah, uh, he could pull his arm off and kind of hit people with it is usually his go. Or throw it at people and I believe he could recall it and it would like no. zip back it, to his oh, arm. So it's on like, it's tethered. No, it's not tethered. I think that was a magic recall. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know, like, okay. um, he also had a pal on his team who I don't think makes the list, but was quite weird. Called Matter Eater Lad. Matter Eater. Oh, so Matter Eater Lad. Right. Right. Yeah, who could just eat anything. That okay. Was his superpower. I quite like wow. that. Uh, number eight coming in. Uh, he had his own comic book. It only lasted, I believe, one comic, and it was called Skate Man. Right. He's a roller skater. That's his superpower is he's on roller skates. <laughs> he kicks people with roller skates. Right. He. Uh, oh, he kicks people. He doesn't well, just... He just... He chases them down, then kicks them right. with the skates. He doesn't just, you know, impress people so much with his skating, they forget their skates. Now, r- number seven is my favourite looking one. He looks cool as, as fuck, but he's not that cool. He's called Razorback. Right. He's a like the big pig movie. Bam, like the big pig movie. Is it? He's a pig man. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. But here, have a look at Razorback. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So he looks like Bebop from look, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's just wearing a mask. He's not even. Oh, like, he's not even a pig. No, he's not a pig. He's just wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, his superpower is get this, ability to drive any vehicle. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so he wears a helmet that looks like a pig, and his superpower is he can drive any vehicle. I always assumed that there was a certain level of creativity you needed to work in comic books. Uh, like, this is something I assumed I could never do. Yep, no, you could do it fine and better than <laughs> Razorback. Um, so oh, hang on. Does the power also come with the requisite licenses you need? <laughs> nice, nice. That would be a new superhero power, the ability to produce a yeah, license. produce for licenses for any Where's situation. Where's your C-Class? <laughs> oh, it's me, Razorback. i got it's a C-Class a forge, license. Yeah. Yeah. So what I found is within the world of stupid superheroes, there appears to be name and image or superpower, which is stupid. And our next one definitely falls under the pretty much the guise of all of that. Right. This guy was in Adventure Comics number 342. 
and that was in 1985, and his name is Color Kid. Oh. Color Kid. And his superpower is? I assume changing colors. He can change anything's color. Oh, anything's color. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. How this will help, I don't don't know. It seems more annoying than anything else. Uh, Okay, coming in at number five, uh, Marvel Superheroes, volume number two, issue number eight. Uh, More more recent. She's just kind of outright shit. Her name is... Is that it? Outright shit? Squirrel Girl. Oh, right. Yeah. And she lives in New York. To become the protector of Central Park and its squirrels. Okay. Now, is she? does she have squirrel qualities or is she just wearing a squirrel mask? She's got a squirrel tail, it appears. Okay. Other than that, I don't know much about her. All right. Likes nuts. Hoards them. I would assume that could go to a different... Or is she some sort of Robin Hood character taking nuts off rich squirrels and giving them to less fortunate squirrels? <laughs> I like that. Uh, next up, number four. This one is confusing but interesting. Alpha Flight, number 44, first appearance. Mm. His name is Mannequin Man. Oh, okay. He's just a store mannequin come to life, is he? No. No? <laughs> that, that's too obvious, that's obviously. That's too obvious. He can look like anything. Right. <laughs> like, that's it, though. Can't do what so they do. So a shapeshifter. Do. Kind of, but only in human form. Like, he can look like any era of our right. um, past. So, like, he can look like a caveman. Oh, I see. A... Isn't that just like Mystique and other shapeshifters that were already... But with less range. Seemingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. Number three you might have heard of, but it was Superman's pal, Crypto the Super Dog. Right, yeah, you know, super crypto. He's just a super ha- Superman in dog form. He's actually pretty cool. I don't know why he's kind of here, but that's all right. Is he cool, though? No, it's really odd. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's understandable, I would say. Yeah, I think you're a dog lover. I'm not. So but do, does that kind of thing get a free you're pass? You're not a dog lover? No. That's a bit harsh, man. Why? Because they're lovely. They, they stink and they're stupid. <sighs> they probably say the same about us. But that's all. I can't, you know, I can choose whether to have a dog. I can't choose whether I... Well, I suppose I choose whether I live, don't I? Well, <laughs> you choose whether you die. Let's, uh, let's carry on. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the question was, because you are a dog lover, does shit like that get a free pass because they're a dog? No. Right. No, no, there's stupid dog stuff. That's okay. fine. I don't all think right. just because it's... If it was a greyhound, I'd probably be into it, but it's not a greyhound. Uh, well... I think we've talked... I don't know if we've talked about this on here before, but I, greyhounds are the freakiest dogs to me. They're pretty weird looking, but I love them. They're very lovely. I have two of them. They're too long. They're very long. Long boys. Their faces long are long. They're pre- I don't... It, there's a... I don't trust them for that reason. Yeah, for some I understand reason. that. Yeah, the slender man of the dog world. Yes, yeah, very much. Like a small horse. Sure. Yeah. Number two on the list um, is very weird... Just the look of it more. I think you'll have to post this one. Mm. He first appeared in the Great Lakes Avengers number one. Great Lakes Avengers? Yeah, they had East Coast, West Coast, and Great Lake Avengers. Really? Legit. We're breaking it down <laughs> that much? Legit. Yeah, each region <laughs> of the country got their own Avengers. You know what? By the time they got to Utah Avengers, they're just making sure cousins don't marry uh, too young. <laughs> nice. You know I mean? Well, this kind of relates to that. <laughs> this guy's name is Leather Boy. <laughs> have a look at Leather Boy. Oh, okay. So, Leather Boy uh, 
He's just straight out of the village, people. He's just a BDSM hero, yeah. it seems like. Um, uh, what's going on with his lips? Is that lipstick or has he feasted on blood recently? Uh, have a little look again. That's a that's a ball gag. Oh, it's a oh, sorry, it's a ball <laughs> gag. I, <laughs> yeah, didn't look, I didn't look closely enough. Yeah, yeah, come on there, dude. All right, so superpowers. I um, I kind of less, ask hesitantly. I've looked at this guy a few times. Of course, you have. I um, it's less clear what his powers are. Mm. I don't. He's got a fat friend, he's and he seems <laughs> to try and try and get people crushed by his fat pal. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's his superpower, having yeah. a fat friend. Yeah, yeah, what? it's weird. You can have. You don't have to be into BDSM to have that power, do you? Can I also point out you don't find many superheroes that are that hairy? <laughs> like, yeah, that's creepy. All right, and the one that got me interested in all of this, number one, a particularly bad character who this was on the show that I listened to, who they tried to purchase, but mm. we're not allowed to, is a man called Doorman. Doorman. <laughs> First appeared in the West Coast Avengers. Doorman, his only ability is to create a single door at one time. But the best part is he cannot go through the door himself. Yeah, it's only for others. Is yeah. that right? You were and, telling me about, a bit about this one. Please. And I had to look into it a bit more and looked at some of the comics. It's very funny because they'll need to get in somewhere quickly and he'll let them in. And then you won't see him for a couple of pages. And he'll be back and say, I found my way in Jeez. through another way. <laughs> it's going to walk around. <laughs> yeah. What perfect. I love about that is that there's no logical reason for that other than kind of arbitrarily deciding he doesn't get to go through. Right? It. It's yeah. like, yeah, your power's this, but you can't go through. Yeah. Love it. It's bizarre. But what is that? Is that meant to be a message of self-sacrifice to help others? It must be. He also, that being said, he looks pretty cool. You want to see Doorman? Doorman's all right. All right. <laughs> but all but he can do is... He looks stuff. like spider-man in a kind of venom style outfit with a white cape but also with no chin he appears to have no kind of features yeah yeah well good oh. cape though. good cape i expected him to have a kind of Door maho- shape. mahogany yeah look right yeah. yeah um he does later in life learn to fly somehow so is there much need for doors in the sky no i don't know why he learns to fly but I suppose it allows him to hang with the crew more when yeah, everyone else is so. flying. I guess so. Um, yeah, other notable mentions. I found another couple of weird uh, uh, cartoon heroes. <laughs> Sorry. I just looked at what you were flicking through. Ambush Pig. Yeah, is Ambush Pig. Color Kid's back. Leech, he sucks. Um, oh, is that you being funny? Or? Phantom Mar- No. Oh, no, I hadn't even thought about that. Penny plunder at where there was. All oh, right, don't read the list to us unless you've no, got something to there talk some about. Good ones that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bouncing Boy Bouncing is a little boy. weird. Bouncing yeah. Boy is quite older. He's from the DC Universe. He's just big round fellow who bounces, yeah, he bounces a lot. No one can that catch one's kind of like you know wow. self-explanatory. All right. Um, if you have any, oh, do you want to see a picture of Matarita Lad? <laughs> That's him. Oh, he's eating a eating fence. A fence. <laughs> just eating a fence. Yeah, it's great. Well, what, is that because Doorman wasn't around? Well, Doorman hadn't come along yet. Apparently. Doorman was there. He wouldn't need to eat the fence. Yeah. it's it's So there's a weird world that I highly recommend going to look for of these bad superheroes. Well, thank you so very much. Um, we'll post as many up there as we can be bothered posting when this episode comes out. Absolutely. Product of the week, Monty. What do you got, man? Uh, so you remember Captain Tom, don't you? 
Captain Tom. He's that World War II, British World War II veteran who did laps oh, of yeah. his garden to Yeah, yeah, did they run? He, 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 he ran a marathon or something in his yard, right? No, he just walked around his yard because he was under okay, 100. Sure. Yeah. He, but it was in support of frontline workers yes. during the COVID crisis. Unfortunately, Captain Tom died, uh, you know, not what? long after. While not while walking, okay. no. Uh, ironically, no frontline workers around to help him either, so... Um, well, they need to reassess where their lines are. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I came across a product. You can now, you know, show your appreciation of Captain Tom by taking a toke on the Captain Tom ceramic bong. So uh, somebody's gone to the trouble of making a beautiful ceramic bong uh, in the likeness of Captain Tom. <laughs> Captain Tom Bong. That's yeah. quite funny. I think I feel like I saw this somewhere. I might have sent it to you. You might have sent it to me. There you go. Ha! <laughs> That's a quite lifelike uh, Captain Tom Bong. Yeah. So the uh, the cones coming out of his forehead and the uh, the sucking shoot coming out the top of his head. Is that and what do you call it? A sucking shoot? It's the best Mates, I could yeah, it's descriptive. come up with right at this moment. The neck? Yeah, I suppose the shot is on the back of his head. You'd want it the way it's looking like that. You'd want a mouth shotty or a nose nostril shotty. I suppose, but that's great. It would be impractical or a two ear shotty. <laughs> I don't have to grip uh, Captain Tom's head, you know, that much, that uh, tightly. It's you quite know. good. We're trying it's, to commemorate him while we're sucking his head. Are we? Is yeah. that what we're doing? Why, well, yeah. Why else you, would we? Would you feel commemorated if someone was sucking a bong of your head? Why else? Or would, would you pay feel like pounds for a ceramic Captain Tom if we're not gonna if we don't appreciate the bloke? That's fair. It's made in China too. It's made in China, and they've made a very big deal out of pointing that out. There's a a picture of Captain Tom giving us a big thumbs up next to the bong too, just in case you were wondering whether he endorsed the product or not. Yeah, I assume they asked him about this. <laughs> yeah. It's only 30 pounds, dude. That's not bad for that kind of craftsmanship. Yeah. So there you are. Look for that. Uh, should you, uh, you know, have a little piece of your heart set aside for Captain Tom and want something uh, want something there to... It's a specific person, the one who wants to... I suppose it is. ...bong on and remember Tom. Okay. Parting oddity time, Monty. Part me. Oddity. Oh, don't say that. I take it all back. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Uh, parting oddity, uh, and this uh, is about Robert Liston. So, Sonny? No, 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 no. Robert Liston is a was a surgeon back in the olden days. Uh, he's most famous for a surgical mishap that had a three hundred percent mortality rate. Wait, okay, so something happened, and th- two other people in the room died. Yeah, so um, uh, in his haste to complete an operation, Liston accidentally cut off his surgical assistant's fingers. <laughs> and while trying to switch instruments, he also slashed a spectator's coat. The sure, pa- okay. First of all, I think those aren't life-threatening injuries. The patient and the surgical assistant both died from infected wounds. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. And the spectator died of shock. He clearly... Uh, you know, was Died very, of shock? very attached to that coat. Or a very low constitution himself. <laughs> or 
the euphemi- being euphemistic about it, this you know, slashed his coat deeply enough for some guts to come out. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. He slashed his coat and his aorta. Yeah, so that's the story of the only operation with a 300% mortality rate ever recorded. Did you see the other day a doctor testifying in a grand jury case in the States on Zoom while doing an operation? Testifying while doing an operation? Yeah. What was the operation? I don't know, but he was cutting okay. stuff. He couldn't... Right. Yeah. Someone was holding the thing up. So is that a was that a scheduling issue? I assume a scheduling mishap. <laughs> Or they didn't believe he was a doctor. They wanted to see him doing his stuff before they'd take his evidence. All right? Yes, that's probably it. (laughs) All right, well, thank you, Monty. Uh, Appreciate your time, as ever. Thank you. Just say goodbye, and then you can look at what you're looking at. I'm looking at at the doctor. I want to see him. You want to see an image of him? He's in Sacramento Superior Court. All right, he just looks like a normal human. Well, that's the judge. Oh, that's the judge watching him. Yeah. That's the judge watching him do the operation. He's got blood on his face, too. He probably does. Anyway. Uh, here we go. Thank you, uh, thank you so much to you. It's great being on this show. I love this show as always. It's yeah. one of the best shows that there is. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Uh, bye bye now.